The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. The Watch Time Show. So, hello and welcome to another edition of Watch Time. My name's Elliot King. And I'm Alexandra King. And this show is brought to you by Mint Twist, the international digital agency. And it's streamed, multi-streamed across lots of social media channels with the amazing Restream software. So what are we going to be speaking about this week, Alexandra? Today, we're analysing personality types. We're diving mm. in deep and we're going to see what, who we are, what we're made of <clears> and why it's important to know. Right. Well, there is a test that you can take and you might have heard of it. It's called Myers-Briggs and it categorises us into 16 personality types, depending on whether you are an extrovert, an introvert, a thinker, a feeler, and so on. And you can probably find it online and take the test yourself quite easily. So we won't go into the details of that on this episode of the podcast. However, we will look at the types of personalities and the application of these personalities and why that potentially might be important to you in a business context, as far as your career is concerned, in a personal relationship, and so on. Yeah, that's right. And so the way that you get your results is you take a series of of questions and based on your answers to those questions, the algorithm that sort of sits behind this test will place you on a scale across four different indexes. The first index is to what extent are you an introvert versus extrovert? And the interesting thing about that first index is not so much about whether you're shy or outgoing, it's more about where you get your energy from. That's right. I mean, are you energized when being around other people or are are you one of those personalities that if you are around other people for too long, you kind of want to run away after some time and feel drained? I think that's a really important one because we don't it's not really in the traditional sense of, you know, are you shy or not? It's how do you derive your energy? What what gives you what what sets that fire on inside of you? Is it being around other people or really is it being away from other people? Yeah. And obviously, the, the idea of this test is that it's a scale. So you're not all one thing no. and not the other thing. It's a question of, of scale. And the results of most of these tests will tell you how much of an introvert or an extrovert are you. Uh, and yeah, and some people are very extremely extroverted and some people are marginally extroverted. So there's plenty of ways so that you what can are use you the then? results. Well, when I take the test in, in most cases... I'm I'm on the introverted scale, so I get my energy from being alone, but I'm marginally introverted. Marginally, okay. Yeah. I'm very extroverted. Yeah. Why am I not surprised about that one? Well, but you know, <laughs> I actually took this test for the first time when I was about a twenty, a young twenty-something-year-old, and I started to work for a very big corporation, a consulting company, and they forced us all to take these tests, and it was actually amazing because you know, they then showed us the application of it. At first, I thought, why are we doing such fun things and doing these lovely personality tests? But actually, it was really to see where they could best position you in the business. Are you client facing? Are you best working alone? Do you work well in a team? Are you a leader? So these are all really relevant questions in an organization. And really, it's something that even if, you you know, your company doesn't send you to do this test, just do yourself a favor and do it for yourself know thyself because if you don't know yourself how can you relate to other people how can you know other people if you don't know yourself yeah that's right and once you know yourself and you can start to 
answer the, those questions that might have been nagging you. Why do I get on with these types of people or in this type of situation? You know, and and actually it might open yourself up to some of the strengths that you might not have realized that you had and, and possibly even your weaknesses too. Yeah, so in this company, for example, <clears throat> they put me into a role of a business analyst. And the reason why I was put in this role is because I communicate quite well and my job was to communicate with the people that didn't communicate so well, but were extremely good at the detail that they were doing. So the really, really hardcore programmers who were actually quite reserved, you know, they didn't particularly like too much of this interaction, but I had to learn to work around that. And for example, instead of just pouncing on them and saying, can you do this for me? What's the answer to that? And da, da, da. I would send an email. I would warn them that I'm on my way. I'll be at your desk in five minutes. Is that all right? We can have a meeting. This is what, oh, and they would hate it if you just spontaneously said, oh, what's the thing about, you know, the answer to that? No, you have to warn them. What exactly do you want from them? And so on. So the tests will really help you. I mean, it is amazing though. Yeah. It sounds it's like, amazing. It's, it almost sounds like you're talking about a different species. But the interesting thing is, there, sort of is. there, there are six, 16 different personality types. And it's not the case that the same personality types will necessarily match perfectly. So someone like you who's quite in, extroverted can match quite well with an introverted person if you approach them in, in the right way, yes. which I think is what you're talking about That's here, it. isn't You it? have to learn a method. Different people want you to approach them in different ways you interact with different people in different ways so the more you learn about this actually the better of a communicator you really become it's quite scientific yeah so the second index um, after extroversion versus introversion is sensing or intuition and this is about um, how you perceive information so are you if you're a sensing person you take the information very much as fact. Yes. If you're an intuitive person, you'll look to pattern match almost different aspects of, dis of uh, different information in order to come to your conclusion. So intuition is attention to meaning, to the possibilities that can be, to all these wonderful, great ideas, whereas sensing is more paying attention to the world around us through actual experience. So which would you say you are? Well, in the tests, I come out as, as an, in, as an intuit, intuitive person, in, an intuition person. Right. Which, again, so, it's not necessarily what I would have thought of myself before taking this test. Yeah, it's so, a different, very yeah, different way of thinking. It is very different. So, for example, for an intuitive person, it's more about what is the actual truth, the absolute fact that's presented, you know, if, you, if you're analyzing a problem. And for the sensing person, it will be, well, let's look to the world and look around us and see the, the, you know, sense our feelings about it. Not so much fact and absolute truth, but more of an objective outlook. So it's quite tricky in a way. It's tricky, but if you answer the questions on these tests, it will sort of give you the answers and it will, to some extent, explain, uh, you know, why, why those, what, you know, why you are that personality type. Um, and, then the, and then the third index is this thinking or, or feeling. And what's what's that all about? Right. Well, do you consider yourself more of a thinker or feeler? Well, I typically will end up... It's a good question. I will typically end up being a thinker with a T when I run this test most of the time. Well, in fact, all of the time. I'm a pretty strong thinker. Well, that's the thing. This is not really about who we would like to be. It's who we are. So hopefully when you do this test, you answer it honestly. Not your ideal person. Oh, I wish I was... 
just be honest with yourself. I thought I was a massive feeler and I'm actually a thinker. So it's surprising. Were you surprised so what does by actually, your test? Uh, no, because I've always considered myself a bit of a thinker. Um, Have you? But I also answered it quite honestly. But what does it actually mean, though? Well, as a thinker, you will <clears> look <throat> at the logical uh, dec uh, decisions in a logical way. You'll look at the pros and look at the cons, even for something as simple as buying a car. You'll perhaps do it in a more analytical way. Yeah. You'll write on all the pros of one car, all the cons of it, and you'll compare it against, you know, 15 other cars. Whereas if you feel, if you're a feeler, it's your personal opinion that really comes into play versus the pros and cons. And feelers will, will use instinct and gut to, to make decisions yeah, more, more than more than thinkers will, who will tend to base their decisions on, on the logical conclusions that they draw from the facts in front of them. So thinking versus feeling is very much about how we approach decision-making, certainly in the context of looking at this in, in, in terms of business. That's it. And then the fourth index is this concept of judging or perceiving. So are yeah, you a so judger or a perceiver? Again, judges are list makers, of which I am definitely a list maker, very orderly. They like to have control over their lives, whereas perceivers are more flexible and spontaneous and all those lovely things. Yeah. And, and so it's very much how, how you interact with your outside world, apparently. And so as a perceiver... You will do what? What sort of traits will, would you find from a perceiver? Well, in a perceiver, you adapt to life, don't mm. you? You you don't really like plans. You mm. like just to you know you let's go here on holiday today. We're going to Mauritius, mm, mm. you know. Whereas the judging person will say, no, we'll go to Mauritius next year. We'll have a financial plan. We're going to stay at these five hotels, and then we're going to eat this and that. And you know, it's a totally different way of approaching anything. So in serious this one, in this one what are you, a judger or a I'm perceiver? I'm definitely a judger. You are. And see, I'm, complete, I'm completely 100. the opposite. I'm a, I'm a strong perceiver, which is sort of interesting personalities from the outside in. I would say that I would have thought that you would be more of a perceiver and I would be more of a judger, but it's actually the other way around quite strongly. So what personality type are you then? Well, typically I'm an INTP. An INTP, right. Mm. You're a thinker. Mm. Surprise, surprise. There you go. You could be do well in a in a professor position. Okay. As a technical writer, chemist, physician, because you're a critical thinker and analyst, a discoverer of connections. There you that's go. A, I think that's fairly accurate. And intelligent uh, over all these that's personality definitely accurate. types. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know any famous INTPs. Do you know any? I can't think of uh, There's someone called Elliot King, isn't there? Somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and what, what about you yeah, then? What, so, what personality type are you? So I'm an ENTJ, a commander. <laughs> Executives, go. managers, entrepreneurs, judges, lawyers. I did want to be a lawyer, actually. Before. Mm. So, yeah. So also a thinker and an analyst, but extroverted. Mm. And, the, you know, the funny thing is about all of this is that I know my personality type profile. I've done it years ago and I'm still the same. I made him do it. Now we know. And then we looked at the relationship side and apparently our personality types are completely and utterly compatible. We're a perfect Isn't match. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's great. So if you're a, if you're a husband and wife um, viewer out there, why don't you check this out and see how compatible you are or not with your partner? Or, might, or maybe not. not. It could be a bit controversial, yeah. like, couldn't it? 
Mm. <laughs> Go for it. Just analyze and see. Yeah. But in the workplace then, so that quite an increasing number of organizations are using this personality test to evaluate their teams and then potentially look at some of the information to help inform their decisions when creating teams and project teams going forward. How relevant and valid an approach do you think this actually is for organizations out there? It's extremely valid. So as I say, when I went into this test, uh, I didn't quite, before we actually even sat down to do the test, the lady who was in charge of it was just observing us in our different groups before, before anything actually even started and was already looking at the personality types, the extroverted ones, chatting really loudly over mm. one another, the more introverted, quieter, strategic thinkers looking at the detail on, on, a, on a notice board or just having a quiet, discreet conversation, just two of them in a group and so on. So you can already very quickly start to tell which personalities are which actually very, you know, once you have this information, it is so much easier to understand people, to understand how to approach them. And as a business leader, to understand where, where best to place your employees. Yeah. You know, should someone, as much as you like them, should they really come to the meeting with you? Really? Okay. I think, I think, I think that's a really good point. It's, it's, um, it's a great methodology to, to apply to the way that you look at personality types and to help you make decisions. As a thinker, as an INTP, I would say that obviously any modeling process like this, it's, it's just a model. It's not the real world. In the real world, we're, we're all individuals with our own unique characteristics but there's no doubt that by applying this model you can you can draw some useful insights potentially well, well, the model insights. is 90 percent at least 90 percent accurate it's been around for a very long time it's very famous and it's pretty well respected so absolutely yeah and i suppose a final point that i would like to sort of get your your thoughts on so Obviously, when it comes to getting on with people and forming relationships with people, you were talking earlier on about your ability to work well with programmers, even though they were very different personality types yes. to yourself. So what would, what would be your, your tips you know, in that regard? How should we, as, as individuals, whatever our personality type, get on with others, particularly you know, in the workplace? Well, listen, you're not really going to be able to hand someone a little sheet or point them to a website link and say, listen, we have to work together. I need to know your personality type. So please sit down. You have an hour. See you later. Tell me, you know, you're not always going to get that. But if you do your own one and then you read up more about it, really learn about the different types, then when you next speak to a different personality type, Try and really listen and pick up signals of where they might be coming from mm. and then try and apply this methodology to it to see, well, how best could I approach this person? For example, is it the sort of person that can handle direct feedback mm. or is it someone that, you know, you should tread more carefully because they're really a feeler. And if you go in there, you know, you might just break them. So it really is about self-awareness. Self-awareness and the ability to take the information that you have and apply it to real life. So really, it wouldn't harm you at all. In fact, you'll be doing yourself a huge favor to inform yourself about different personalities and how best to apply these strategies that you can learn. Yeah. It's fantastic stuff. So just to clarify, because I've seen you being pretty blunt and direct with not just me, but other people in the past. What? Are you, <laughs> what? Are you saying that you're, you are successful in, in, in applying different approaches to different personality types? I think so. I think I, think I you know, if I find someone, I, I'm, you know, I, I do analyze well. And 
if I see that someone is a little bit more thick skinned, if I pick that up and normally I'm correct, then I'll exert a bit more pressure. And if I feel that they're a bit more sensitive, I'll rein it back and I'll just mind their, you know, I'll, I'll help them along a little bit. I think it's really important to tune yourself into others. And if you can do that, that will make you a superb communicator in every aspect of your life. Politics, business, family, relationship, whatever. 100%. Yeah. yeah, I think, look, that's a good point. So whatever personality type you are, having an understanding about yourself. Yes. And also, look, I mean, American elections going on now. You can Google personality types of the candidates. I mean, what did we Google? What was oh, Boris Johnson, ENTP, for those living in the UK? A visionary. Imagine that. Intelligent. But let's look at... Um, President Trump, an ESTP. Well, what's that type? Which is a personality type that's a doer. Hands-on, no rules, no obstacles, <laughs> no worrying, focus, and quick decisions which can sometimes lead them into problems and trouble. Yeah, it sounds pretty accurate. Versus Joe Biden, ESFJ, who is, uh, how can I say, a classic extrovert, craves others company of others, wants to be in the spotlight and is actually quite a helpful person and someone who brings people together, builds relationships, has a natural warmth. Mm. Two very you know, different yeah. different personality Perhaps types not as, with their pros yeah. and cons. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really want to get too deep into politics. <laughs> Look, they both have their advantages and disadvantages. But, you know, if you have this sort of information, it will also give insight into their personalities. Well, I think the a lot of the political parties actually... Do uh, certainly do run personality tests on the yeah. candidates, and then look for the affinity of the general population towards those different personality types. And it's pretty obvious that they would be asking their candidates to engineer their personalities to fit with what the voting public and data is, is telling them. Well, look, I mean, if you parties. if you're going to for any position, if you want to energize the public, you you want someone who gets energy from the public. You know, you want that person to, you know, engulf themselves in this energy and then bring it back and motivate people. So you wouldn't really look to the introverts of the world for that role, similarly in sales. So it's like fair that. to say that most, um, you know, po successful or, you know, famous politicians and celebrities would be more likely to be extroverted than introverted. Which... Not always, because, for example, when you have someone like Oprah Winfrey... She's more of a, she's very famous. She's extremely successful. She's on TV, but she's a counselor type. So in her role, although it's a very public facing role, she will sit and listen to the concerns of others and really, you know, communicate incredibly well in an extroverted way, but she's not, she's more of an introvert. However, the other elements of her personality support the role that she does. Interesting. So it's, it's actually much more complicated. So you've got to, you've got to spend time and get into it and look it up online and do your own research and you will be fascinated. It's so much to learn on this topic. So much. Big topic of conversation. So top tip, let us know in the comments and the feedback, what personality type are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, let us know if you, you know, look into it and let us know what you think. Do you find it helpful? Do you think it's a lot of nonsense? I mean, your comments are always welcome. Yeah. So thanks very much for watching. It's bye-bye from me. And have a lovely day.
and that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, do subscribe to get subsequent episodes automatically. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about digital marketing, please visit nitwist.com. Thanks so much for joining us and see you again soon.